up Divi Nation. It's that time again, and it's not even seven after. We're doing so good today. It's only five after. I'm really proud of us. Today, we are bringing you episode 215. We may have lied and said it was 215 last week, but this is the real 215 right here, you guys. Episode 215 today, we are tackling a big one. We are going to conquer the beast, the monster that terrifies us, that hides under your bed in the dark and scares you in the night, DNS. Ooh, does it give you a full shiver just thinking about it? Just thinking about when you change those name servers or all those MX records or A records. Oh my God, it's the worst, isn't it? Listen, we've got a special friend here today, Bobby Broughton from WP Aligned. He is going to help demystify all this. By the time this is over, you are going to tackle DNS with confidence. Wait till you see. In the meantime, I mean, not in the meantime, but before we dive in, let's meet the panel. We've got uh, the lovely Sarah Oates joining us from Down Under. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. I'm a little on the croaky side, but trust me, I'll get there. Just give me like 10 minutes and we'll, I'll be all good. It's She's too early here in Australia. In you. We believe in yep. you. Sarah, do they? Do you guys refer to uh, the US and Canada as up over? No. No. Why do we call you guys <laughs> down under? I don't Weird, know. Right? Do you think we're awesome? Ah, that could know. be it. Yeah. Mike Devitt. Hi, so how, how are you doing? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Mike Devitt. And uh, last week... I received a number of groans from the rest of our esteemed panel for a segue <laughs> from winning Olympic gold to the standard of website you would receive if you signed up with us at Web Design Pro. <laughs> this week, I will try to resist any exhalations of despair by saying you will be telling all your friends what a breath of fresh air it was having your website built by us. Oh. I'm very excited by this. By the exhalations, I got it. I got, I got it. it. There you go. Um, so I'm very excited by the subject in the air tonight. And now our panel will take your breath away with our extensive <laughs> knowledge. And it's great to have Bobby here as well. Mike just dad. conquers the intros every week. It's unbelievable. Uh, Bobby, please tell the people who you are. Hey, uh, I'm Bobby Broughton. I am the co-CEO of WP Aligned. Um, we are a hosting company, so we deal with DNS every day. <laughs> That's why I brought in this guy. And I also thought, you know, I promised when uh, Kyle Van Dusen was on the show that we'd have a Southern accent, but he's like Texas. Like, I don't know if that even counts. Bobby is bringing the South to Divi Chat today. And uh, I'm Stephanie Hudson. I rep Focus WP, my baby, and um, you can find me online at focuswp.co, and we are usually hanging out in our Facebook group, Focus on Your Biz. You might see Mr. Devitt there sometimes as well, Bobby. Sarah even pops in every once in a while, even though she's anti-Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she graces us with her presence as well. It's a fun place. Anyway, um... I am in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, Mr. Broughton here is right up the road. You're what, about an hour, hour and a half away from me? About an hour south. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. and I'm not from here, so I don't have the the drawl like you do, but we, you know, it's like, it's such an interesting thing. It's so cool. It's so awesome to have a global network, to have friends are literally around the earth 
that we hang out with and that we communicate with. But there's something like so comforting about having somebody right up the road too, you know? Anyhow, so I'm super glad that you're here with us, Bobby. Now, uh, Tim isn't here. He's usually our uh, our definer. He kicks off our shows on the right foot, makes sure we all understand what we're talking about. But since he's not, and since this is a super technical topic, I thought we'd have Bobby. I already, I warned him, don't worry. I wouldn't just throw that on him. But he knows the answers anyway. So Bobby, would you do us the honor of defining and explaining what in the heck DNS even is? Absolutely, absolutely. So DNS stands for Domain Name System, um, and it is the system that translates uh, IP address numbers uh, into names or names into numbers, uh, depending on how you look at it. Um, and so the your websites all live at, 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 a, at a basically a four-part number, um, and you set that up with a name. And so that's what that system is for. You've already blown my mind because <laughs> I always thought it was the main name server. I didn't know it was I did the main too. name system. I did too. You, you yep. knew it or you didn't know it? I'm no, like, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. Before when we were testing, I was like, for years. I just system. tell clients all the time, DNS, that's your domain name server. I've been saying the wrong thing for like years. It's all good. Look <laughs> at the knowledge bombs dropping already, Amazing. you guys. Okay, so uh, what do we know, without Bobby's help, what do we already know? What, do, what does our audience know about DNS? We know that it can make or break your website, right? We know it's super easy to take down a website with DNS. And um, before this year, like previously to like 2020, 2021, I, my, like, I thought I sort of knew, but it was like that scary knowledge. Uh, the past couple years, Thanks to guys like Bobby and my pal Kylie. You guys know I always sing her praises when it comes to the super geeky stuff. But um, they've really enlightened me. And I tell you, I know that sometimes these technical subjects can be a bit of a slog. But when you understand this stuff, the confidence that it gives you and the ability that it gives you to do your job well and to just walk into a room and know that you know what you're doing. Not really walk into the room, but you know what I mean. Uh, then you can, you can really like do your job better. You can do it with confidence. You can sell yourself better. And P.S. You take down fewer websites on accident, right? So it's all good. So what I knew before was like name servers. I thought the only way to point a website to another host was through the name servers. I thought that was what the DNS was, basically. I knew there were these MX records, but I thought you had to go and point your DNS. Like if I moved a site to SiteGround, I had to go into my, wherever my domain registrar was and change it to SiteGround name servers. And I'd had people say like, oh, I'll just do it with the A records. And I would just like go, uh, okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, whatever. like I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea that that was a thing. So if you're coming here and you feel like, oh, this is too much for me, it's not. Cause I was right there. And now, now like I've got a lot more knowledge. So um, Sarah or Mike, you guys want to share where you're at and what you're hoping to take away today? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to uh, address an elephant in the room, actually. Um, so what did you call me? No, no. <laughs> it's the no. COVID-19, you guys. I, I, I'm trying to watch. <laughs> um, I'd like to address uh, a pronunciation which we were discussing probably it was last <laughs> week or the week before, 
But we were talking that I was ganged up upon last week, Bobby. I've got to tell you, mm -hmm. right? And I'm hoping you're gonna. I'm hoping you're gonna be with me. All right. Sarah might also be with me, but let's find out. I'm is it, often with you. I think our languages align a little bit better. That's it. That's it. Is it time to live? Wait, wait, wait! Time don't say. To live? Oh, what's TTL stand for, Sarah? Time to live. Oh, time to. Oh well, actually, you it could, it could be time to live. Um, I can explain what that yeah. is, and then you can decide whether it's live or live. Um, Bobby, we I were coming time to, you. to live, yep. but not as a pronunciation thing, but as in a like, it, my understanding of what it does would yes. be it's going to refresh at that point. So if it's a one that hour is. TTL, then it's got one hour until it's going to refresh again. Yes. And yeah. then it so it's one hour starts. until it will be live. Well, no, no. it's one hour no. until it refreshes. There's separate guys, columns, right? It's cached. Think of it as cached. So when it you is. set a one-hour TTL, that means that you that it's cached for an hour, and then it's supposed to be refreshed um, after that. So you can define so, how long it lasts in the cache. So is it living or live? I'd say it was living. <laughs> no, but it's not. See, if it's one hour, like it's not from this moment. So it's more talking universally how long does it go for? So you're saying one hour it's going to be set for every one hour. It will do this thing. But it's not saying, okay, well, it's currently set as this thing and I change this thing, therefore it's going to go in one hour. The one hour point, we don't know what the one hour point is. So we could have changed the A record at the half an hour point. And so it's not saying it's going to be live in one hour. It's saying this refreshes every one hour. You don't know where in that one hour you currently are. You might be at the not like 59 minute and it'll refresh in the next minute potentially but you don't and, know where you're up to Bobby, is that true yes that is true and and to kind of cloud the water even more is that um oh, people no don't have to honor me. that ttl they don't have to listen to it um a great example yeah. of that is my my local internet service provider is terrible um they will cash even if i set a one hour ttl they'll cash dns records for two weeks so it's terrible. Wow. I can make a change and I wow. won't see it yeah. for two whole weeks. I don't, I don't use my, my internet, my internet service providers, uh, DNS infrastructure anymore. Uh, but that's, that is the problem from that. And now, I often find that that well, is an issue across many different like hosts. So yeah. when you're kind of like, you know, your own stuff really well. So you, Often if people use Cloudflare. Cloudflare is amazing. It will clear like almost instantly, which is yeah. amazing. So they have their stuff sorted, which is great. But every now and then you don't get the option of using something that you're comfortable with and you end up using some random hosting company or maybe you're just updating someone else's DNS while you're waiting to be able to move the, the domain name somewhere else or something like that. So you're literally changing it in their old host just temporarily and sometimes mm -hmm. those hosts, like they literally can take such a long time. Or like if you're trying to set up, we talked about, um, my, uh, what's it called, Mailgun or like one of those SendGrid or one of those servers and you have to add in heaps of DNS records. Some of the like places where you add DNS records, like they do have that warning, this could take up to 48 hours or something like that. But yeah. most of them, you click verify and they verify instantly. But then yeah. some, you're like, did I do it wrong? Like, what did I do wrong? This is taking forever. And it's like, aside from the time to life or time to live or whatever you want to call it, aside from that, 
like sometimes some of these places, they just don't hit the internet for such a long time. And that's a little bit crazy. Yeah. So what do you what now, do you tell your clients then, Sarah? Do you wait, wait, when, uh, can I just just really quickly, I just before we get off this TTL thing, I have to just say that I was approached by one of our listeners, a fan of the show. I'm calling him out because his name is Rich Zimbalist. He's a loyal listener, and he said you were all wrong. He said the correct <laughs> pronunciation. He really said this. This is like two days ago. He's listened to the show, and he's like, you're all wrong. It's TTL. That's pronounced tittle. <laughs> so he said we should all call it tittle. Like, so what's, hey, would you right. set your tittle at? And I'm like, I feel like that that's a terrible. real bad idea. I feel like it's a real bad idea for me to start saying tittle on the show. And he was like, yeah, you should do it. So I was like, well, we don't have to worry about it because we're not talking about Richard. that anymore. And here we are. So that one. Here we are. Richard. That was for you. Back to you, Mike, and your meaningful contribution. <laughs> I was just going to ask. I was going to ask Sarah because I know when when I speak to clients and they and and they get genuinely frightened at the prospect of forty eight hours it, that it's yes. going to take for their DNS to to update. What does everybody do here? Did Sarah, what do you do? Do you say up to 48 hours or? I don't generally say up to 48 hours. Generally what I say to a client, so say we're changing the A records for their website. So they're going from their old server to their new server. And all we're doing is updating the A records because maybe they've got their email already set up over there. It's set up like maybe through their actual domain name provider. And so it's going to stay there forever. And all we're changing is the A records. Then in general, what I'll say to them is um, just letting you know we're going to switch this over. It can take the internet a little while to catch up. So you might find on one computer it's showing the new one and on one computer it's showing the old one. This can happen just for a little bit of time. In general, they catch up within about 12 hours, but I would expect it to happen much faster than that. And so that's generally the way I would, I would communicate, mostly just so they don't freak out when they look at some other computer that they've looked at 5 million times that's cached on their computer. It's not even cached in the internet, but they don't know how to clear their cache. Sometimes it's easier rather than telling them the five levels of caching that they need to clear, that instead we just say, look, this can take just a little bit of time um, to catch yeah. up. So that's generally the way I would approach it. Uh, that's like a good way to say it. Yeah, good. Uh, that, like nine times out of 10, we would control the domain. And so therefore it'll happen way faster than that. So we would have moved the domain name and that process takes three days. So just in case anyone kind of is wondering about that process, if you are going to move a domain name from one provider to another provider, that take, takes three days and you can't make that any faster, which is why sometimes you will change the A record in the old place and then move the domain name because you don't want to wait the three days and you wanted to make your website live now. So that might be the reason you do that. But if you want to move your domain name, it takes three days, you do it well ahead of time and then you can update your A record. If you're doing it locally, then that, that change tends to happen pretty instantly. And so now when you say move your domain, are you, are you talking about moving I'm, the domain to a different registrar or pointing name servers? No, no, no. Moving the domain name to a different registrar. If you change the name servers, again, right. that should happen pretty quickly, but sometimes it can take a little while. Just what you mean. It's the most painful one. <laughs> yeah. 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 I going to, like, Gosh, it's annoying. And you got to like request it and then they got to give you the code thing and then you got to go back in. It's like three dips on both sides, it yeah. feels like. Like request find, and then give and I then mean, request and then give. It's Ugh. not what we're talking about today, but 
um, what I do find with clients is nine times out of 10, they don't understand the difference between a domain name, domain like hosting, and then domain name, so what is it? Domain name systems. Yeah. I, I'm not going to get used to that. I, I'm so used to saying to my name servers um, that they, they don't understand any of the difference between that. And so that's why no. I generally, generally say, hey, why don't we just move your domain name over to my servers? It means that it's all sitting together. And if at some point you want to head off, you still have, you still own it completely. You can still take it off me at any point in time, but it just means it's all sitting together and you don't have to worry about it. Um, that's generally what I'll say to clients. But some, you know, they have 500 domain names. So of course they're going to leave it in their own domain name account, but that's completely right. separate to DNS. And DNS might be in that place, but DNS might be somewhere else. Sometimes it's inside the C panel of their current website. I've been fooled by that before where you see the oh. DNS inside the domain name account. So maybe they're using name server. Oh, what's it called? Name, name cheap. Uh, name mm -hmm. cheap. I don't know. Yep. Yep. Name is, yeah. They might have some um, some records in there and you're kind of like, oh, so this is where it is. But you're fooled because it'll actually be inside the C panel of their old website and there might be a whole lot of records you don't realize. And then you go and point the domain name over to your new host and all of a sudden the email doesn't work because you didn't realize their actual DNS wasn't where you thought it was and you replicated the wrong set of records. So that's yeah. something that I'm sure we can talk about, but I've definitely had that error where I didn't, it, it, almost, it looked like it was in one location, but actually it was somewhere else. And I, yeah, that's I was trying to add records a nightmare. and they weren't adding and I couldn't work out why they weren't adding, but it was because it was inside the C panel. So. Ugh. I will say, I think, the most powerful nugget of, of truth that I, that I learned, the biggest knowledge bomb that was dropped on me. And I don't know if you, somebody even said it or it was just like it finally clicked that wherever the domain's name servers are pointing, that's, where's, that's where your DNS is managed. I don't know why we have to call it name servers. Why can't we just call it the DNS? Cause it's, that's what it is. Like name server just seems like a whole nother thing, but it isn't. That's where you, that's where your DNS is. So say you or your clients have purchased your domain on GoDaddy. If your D if your name servers are pointing to GoDaddy, that doesn't mean they're hosting your site. They could, the site could be hosted elsewhere, of course, but that's who is managing the DNS. If you then go in and change that to Cloudflare, which is what I have started doing. I set up a new account for Cloudflare for each client that I start working on a site. I set it up with an email address and a password that I can share to them and they can change it. Uh, and then when you add a site into Cloudflare, it just sucks in all of the existing things, which is beautiful. So you don't have to stress about missing something, typing something wrong, anything. Then you go back to the domain registrar and you change the name servers to point to the Cloudflare cute little names. Mine are Lily and Dash, which sound like a dog and cat buddy in a cartoon book. You know, Lily oh. and Dash. They always have like all these yeah. cute names. And uh, so anyway, you go and you change those over. And then boom, your DNS is managed by Cloudflare, which is so much faster. Bobby, is Cloudflare and your favorite? Scary, was it? Yes, Cloudflare oh. is my favorite. It used to be, but it's not anymore. Like I feel so like confident when I do it now like I've got a system the first time I've got I did it, it I just remember Ugh. like 
freaking out and like looking at all the documentation so many times and thinking, is this going to take this website down? Like, I don't actually know what's happening here and just really, really freaking out. And then I realized, oh, it's fine. Like it's, there's nothing happens. (laughs) Right. And well, the first time I did it was through one of those. um, It was, I think on SiteGround, you know, a lot of hosts have those partnerships with Cloudflare for the CDN. So I wasn't, I didn't realize I was changing my DNS. I thought I was just setting up a CDN. And it was like, so now all you have to do is change your name servers, which was like, all you have to do is give us a full control over your website. And I was like, I don't know. Like that seemed, that was, I'm with you on that, Sarah. That was terrifying. But when you understand, that's what I was saying. Like this, this knowledge is so powerful that it's, that's why I use that stupid corny, uh, cartoon of the monster and all that because it seems like this is something that's so scary it's lurking in your closet or under your bed and all your mom and dad have to do is flip the light on you can see oh it's just a pile of dirty clothes or something it's not a monster you know it's just something that's like oh that's nothing i understand what that is so that's that's the idea today is to have like flip that light switch on bobby we have been talking way too much (laughs) sorry that sarah was about to say something so bobby talk to us about cloudflare your feelings your emotions, whatever, cool. your preferences. So let's let's start by just let's 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 do some extra terms here just to kind of codify what we just said. Please. So, so codify um, is an extra term yes. right there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we That's used good. to I used to work for a bank and we had to get a little bit a little bit technical with all of our terms. So, so I like it. Just, you know, making sure that we nail down which 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 part are we're talking about here. So domain registrar, that's where you buy the domain. You know, that could be GoDaddy, um, even Cloudflare themselves. They're selling domains now, too. You can't, you can't buy it directly from them. You can only transfer in, but they are, they're on the path to becoming a registrar themselves. So I came got- across a client last week who had bought theirs in Google, like in yeah, their yeah, Google yep. business account. And I was yep. like, what? Yep. You can do well, it inside your yeah. Google business yeah, you account? Can. I was shocked. Yep. And they don't stop advertising it either. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I like Main Silo. That's my favorite. Um, they're super cheap. Um, they include free who is privacy protection. Um, they don't charge for that like some do. Um, there's, there are a few that are charging for who is privacy now. Most of them are, are giving that away free as they should. It should be a free thing. But, uh, but anyway, so you've got the domain registrar. That's where you buy it at. Uh, then you have domain hosting, web hosting, and email hosting. Now, like you said, Sarah, a lot of times those can be all in the same spot. They can be the same thing, but they can all, you can also break them apart and have email in one place, DNS hosting in one place and web hosting in one place. And so um, what, what Stephanie mentioned earlier of, of, you know, having your domain at GoDaddy and then moving it to Cloudflare, what you're changing is you're changing who's hosting your DNS Um, and DNS, um, you know, like we talked about before with it being, you know, taking the name and translating into a number. It's basically the phone book of the internet. It's what's when you open the phone book and you look for someone's name and you find their address and their phone number. That's essentially what the DNS system is. It's a phone book, um, just simply put. So um, anyway, so yeah. And and then with DNS, um, you know, there's there's four common records. Do we want to get into what those record types are? Is that what we want to talk yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, let's right. do it. Cool. So there's a lot of different record types. There's last time I looked, there was about 24 different types that you can add. Um, I have not added many of those personally myself. Um, the most common ones are A records, C names, uh, MX records, and then text records. 
Um, text records are the most simplest ones because they don't really do a whole lot. Most of the Can time- Can we, could you run that list one more time just so everybody has it in their head? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So A records, C names, MX records, and text records. Got TXT. it. We're gonna, okay, let's break down those four then. All right, we'll start with TXT first. That's the easiest one. So that one doesn't really point anything. Most of the time what that is used for, if you sign up today for Google Workspace, let's say you want to switch to Google email, most of the time, the very first step is they'll act, they'll ask you to add a text record. And all that all that they're using that purpose for is confirming that you own the domain. That's all they're doing is making sure that you are actually in control of the domain and you own it. Um, text records are also used in email deliverability, doing SPF records and DKIM records. I won't get into what those are. Um, that's email is nasty. Let's save that for another talk. <laughs> We did um, that one and it was nasty. It was rough. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. Rough. There's there's a lot that can be said about email deliverability, the right ways to do it, the wrong ways to do it. And there's just there's a lot of gotchas there. So it's 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 yeah. confusing. All right. So now we'll move on to MX records. So MX records, those are used for telling your mail where they need to be delivered to. That's their MX records are only used for your inbound email side, not your outbound. Uh, your email can send all day long and it doesn't need to know, it doesn't need to have MX records to be able to send. It just needs to have MX records to receive. So for example, if I emailed Stephanie, what would need to happen uh, is Stephanie would need to have MX records so that my mail system knew where her email lives at. So that's why she has to have the MX records. And then if she replies, then I have to have MX records so that her email system knows where I'm living at. But other than that, you don't need MX records to send mail. Uh, for example, when you have like when you set up Mailgun uh, so that your WordPress site can send through Mail Mailgun or whatever, you don't have to set up MX records. You only have to set up uh, SMTP credentials is usually what you have to do there. You don't have to set up any type of MX record for that. So MX records are not used in outbound; they're just used in inbound. Um, that's the biggest misconception around MX records is just what they're for. All right, C names, those are super easy. So C names are the, the best thing that I can describe them as is they're shortcuts. Um, a C name is, is just simply points to an A record. You can't have a C name by itself without pointing it over to an A record. Then the A record. Really? Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm learning, everyone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there has to be an A record. So what happens is when, when, when the system goes through and it says, all right, my site has this, you know, a lot of people use... Um, C names for the www part of it. So when yeah, when that's all I know. Browser, really... Yeah, yeah. So when your browser hits that www C name, it says, "Okay, tell me this C name. I'm I'm looking at it." And then the system says, "Okay, well, this C name is pointed to this A record." So then your browser switches over to that A record. Then then it asks again, and it says, "All right, this A record. What's the IP behind it?" Then the system re re resolves or responds with that IP address. So basically there's two hops with a C name and then with an, technically speaking, an, an A record is actually more efficient uh, because you only have one hop instead of two. Now, the reason that people love C names is because, you know, if you've got multiple different things, multiple different systems that you that you need to have records for, you can change your one A record and then all your C names are just magically pointed to the same place still. So they all update as one. Um, and that's it. It's almost like an alias in some ways. Yes, like, alias. You know, like short when you set up aliases. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just googled it. I didn't know what it stood for. Even 
Canonical name. Do you know without cheating? Yeah, canonical, which makes sense. That's another thing we use already. So that's like it's just pointing to the other. So now I've gone into um like the way you used to set up uh the way I used to set up my um G Suite stuff when it was called G Suite, and I would set up little uh subdomains and like email dot their domain. So they wouldn't have to go do accounts.gmail.com, whatever. And, or like calendar dot their whatever, all that. And they would have me go set up a C name there. So yep. that's what I'm trying to, so how does that work? Was that just redirecting to, that's just reader. That's basically just saying like, if somebody types this in, then you point to this other IP address, which is the Google login page. So, so it's, okay, go ahead. The logical path for that, the way that works, what you were doing there, um, you had MX records at your root domain. So uh -huh. by adding the C name, it, you know, it went to the C name and said, okay, where are the MX records for this one? And, and then it realized because that's a shortcut, then it started looking at your main, your parent domain um, for those, for those records. And so it just, it made two hops there. It went once to go look at the C name and then, and then from the C name over to that, well, three actually, because then it, then it actually looked up your MX records after that. I, think, yeah, I don't know I think if that would even look up to MX. I also, we'll, I almost think it's just once. a redirect. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it could, it, it just depends on whether that was to receive email. If that was to receive. No, no, it was just to get to log into their email. So I would set up like okay. email.mydomain.com and it would go to their email login page on, on Google, which Got was it. a little thing that Google used to offer you to do. Like, do you want to set up any like custom subdomains at your domain. And then it would just be a C name. But now that I'm thinking about it, so the C name is, so if I wanted to set up, if I wanted to set up a different subdomain on my account, like you could set up a subdomain that pointed anywhere. Like I could set up mike.focuswp.co and set that with a C name to the IP address of Mike's website. So for that could specific I, is purpose, that a thing? well, you could you need a but D name um, because what would happen there is is if you if you did it that way a, a C name wouldn't really work because then you would have to have an A name uh, A record excuse me an A record to point to it so what you what the more efficient path would be is just to add an A record you know call it mike.focuswp.co and then just add in his IP address now alternatively you could also use a C name pointing to his DNS um, you could point it over to his so you could add a C name and, and have have mike.focuswp.co and then you could have it have it pointed to an a record that he controls over on his end in his dns oh so you could so see an example of that is wp engine make you do this so wp engine are a host and if you choose to host with them they say please don't use a records please use c name records so you yes. don't have any a records for that example so say for my website endure.com.au so i used to have two c names and they would give me a specific c name that would be their c name so it wouldn't be it would no longer stay within endure it would go to wp engine so it would be some other thing at the start and then it would be dot wp engine and it would go over, over to them and the reason that they do that is so that if they upgrade servers if they like change things the ip record changes and so to make it easier for clients 
the idea is you just go to their DNS for your domain name. All my MX was still with me. All my TXTs were still with me. But just for Endure and WWW, they went straight over to WP Engine. And then WP Engine could do the A record. So the A record still existed, but it existed at WP Engine. And therefore, if they change the server from this server, which had one IP to this server that has another IP, they can update it. They don't involve me. They don't, they don't make me have to change anything and all of a sudden they just update the A record at their end and voila, the website's moved to a different exactly. part of their server. Yeah. So just, re, just rewinding it a little bit when we were talking about canonical names because um, I think it's important to point out that you're using, you're pointing subdomains to domains A record. You're not using, you're not using it in any other way. So if you create a subdomain, called mike.webdesignpro.co, then this subdomain will point to the record for webdesignpro.co. But there is another uh, record, which is a D name. And that allows you to point all subdomains of a domain to another domain. So it's not part of the, the four that people are used to and the ones that Bobby was talking about just a, just a few moments ago. It's, it's something else. And so Stephanie could have steph.focuswp.co and support.focuswp.co. And these could be pointed via a DNAME record to another domain like divilife.com, something like that. But it only works with subdomains and domains you need. Uh, but you can, as Bobby was saying, you could also use uh, an A record or a an A quad, uh, which is the... Uh, <laughs> IP version six. Very rare circumstances, and most of our listeners would never need to use any of these things. I've never even heard of a D record. I do have some interest in understanding the quad A, as you call it. Hmm. Were we done with our list of four things? Yep. No. Are we? I think so. We did C. We did C name, TXT, MX, and. Hey, we haven't okay, really done all, but we kind of have. <clears throat> yeah. Quad A is maybe the same just same thing as A. Yep. The yep. only difference is just that. So A records are using more A's. <laughs> That's yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you know your quad A record. That's just for IPv6. Um, that's the new IP addressing standard. It's a uh, lot longer. Um, the the problem right now is, so IP addresses, IPv4, um, what people are used to, the 192.168.whatever.whatever .whatever, or whatever your IP address might be. The problem is, is that when they created that system, there was, they did not plan, they did not foresee the future. And basically we were going to run out of numbers. There is not enough numbers to power all the devices on the internet. We have far more devices than we do have numbers. We are out. So they, they got together and they started creating a new system called IPv6. And there are infinitely more IPs will never run out um, that work that that will work. The problem is um, the adoption rate has been very slow. Uh, they built IPv6 um, at least 10 years ago. Um, I've been hearing about wow. it for the last 10 to 15 years. And the reality is they haven't even started supporting it yet. My ISP doesn't even support it. So I can't visit an IPv6 website even if I, even if I wanted to uh, because yeah. they don't. It's so crazy. It's not something we want to jump to anytime soon. It's like when a new version of WordPress comes out, 
you just hold off for a little bit and Wait, let everyone else back out the box. In this case, you're going to be holding off for probably multiple decades. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think about, I don't know if this happened for you guys overseas, but in Australia, like when I grew up, my phone number started with a two. So it was like 23216547. And then at some point it became 6231. No, it started with 31547. Then it got to 2231547. And so they just kept adding a number at the start. They just, because... They hadn't anticipated needing enough numbers within Canberra. And so then they like added a number before and then they added a number before. And it was just like it kept growing, but from the front because they didn't have enough <laughs> funny. room. Yeah. yeah. Aww. Yeah. Um, so just quickly, we're we're a little more than halfway through the episode. Just wanted to give a shout out to um, our pal Miro in the chat. He's uh, our moderator, as always, and Carlos. We, we appreciate those guys. If you guys would be so kind as to hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, hit the bell, push all of the buttons. We would love it. Can you call our Please. friend's last message? Just for yeah. me. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. She says, <laughs> Brenda says, showing my age, my first family phone number was 816. Three digits. It's not just me. <laughs> just three digits. That's it. Isn't that they amazing? did not think you guys would ever get a thousand people in that town. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It's like that, oh. The old phone where you had to like, you don't uh -huh. want more numbers. The rotary because that took forever. It's true. Okay. Her story was a, a long way around. Side note: yeah. Go Google uh, teenagers trying to use real rotary phones because it's hilarious. It's super funny. <laughs> they cannot figure it out. I'm gonna um, get <laughs> yeah, they start dialing it before they pick up the phone, which was one of the, like, out of the gate was hilarious ah, to me. Like, Interesting. So, um, anyway, so Miro also had a question. Oh, by the way, so yeah, thanks. We would love a review. And because this is such a tricky one, if you guys have questions, throw them in the chat. Um, or if it's after the fact, you can leave them on um, the Divi chat page under this episode as it's, you know, under the live of this episode, tag Bobby or tag one of us and we'll, we'll get the message across. We'll see if we can help. But, um, and, uh, and we're sorry. I know everybody's been complaining because we're talking too much, whatever, whatever you guys, it'd be awkward if we were real quiet. So anyway, <laughs> sorry, here's Bobby's, I mean, here's Miro's question for Bobby. How can my hosting tell me that I have too many redirects set up on one of my sites? Right, Mira, I feel like we're going to need question. more details, pal. <laughs> but I, but so, Bobby might know. I don't yeah, know. I got this one. I got this one. Ah. Right, so, so this one is not, this one actually won't be DNS related. This is actually going to be, um, this one would probably be hosting yeah. related. Um, usually what happens or the, the best example I've got of this is when you have like, uh, let's just say you've got an HT access rule base or let me, let me get that a little more simple. So you've got a web, your web server rule saying that your site lives at non-www. It lives at just, you know, focuswp.co. That's where it lives at. Then you've got a, another conflicting rule saying, no, it lives at www. So then you live in a, a redirect, what's called a redirect loop. And then Chrome um, will just, it'll stop and it'll say, hey, you've got too many redirects. You've got two different systems that are saying that it, it lives in two different places. And that's what creates that loop. 
Um, and so it's so usually- one example of that is when you change in the WordPress admin area. So you have to yes. be really careful that there aren't already rules sitting in the background. Because I know I've done this, like particularly early on, where I didn't want to have the www, but I, what I didn't realize was that there was already a rule sitting further back that I didn't know about. Like sometimes in your server, there's like an option where you can say, please do this. Um, there used to be a thing inside, I don't know if it's still there, but inside Google uh, search console where you could select this is always mm -hmm. going to be a www or this is always going to be a non www or you just decide and there were kind of three options but if it had been set as always be www and then I in the WordPress dashboard said don't be www then all of a sudden if that loop had happened and I freaked out very I, very I also see that happen a lot too if you um, that is a great example and I see this a lot with like SSL, HTTP versus HTTPS. Mm -hmm. You've got yeah. your WordPress set to HTTP, but your hosting provider <laughs> decides that to force SSL. If they're forcing SSL yeah. and your WordPress is set to non-SSL, they'll sit there and enter a, a redirect loop that way too. Um, that's very and common. And so the way to fix that, um, I, don't, I don't know what you would recommend, Bobby, but I mean, you can just talk to your host and they can stick in a record for yeah. you, but it has to happen basically at a record level behind your website in is it in HD access, but you have to actually, you can't, cause you can't even get back in. So that's one of those moments where you, again, I've made this mistake early on, definitely <laughs> made it where suddenly you can't log back in. Like you have suddenly locked yourself out of your website. And the only way to fix it is to put a record deeper in that says, yeah. take note of this first. And then what will happen is once you get back into your website and you may have even taken over a website where you see this, where in the um, admin area under settings, it's grayed out and you can't change the, um, the main address. And that's because like, that's a hint that there is one of these records sitting further down and therefore yeah. you can't change it because it has been changed somewhere else for you. If your WordPress, if your if your if that line is grayed out in WordPress, usually that will be because your WP config file has that has the URL actually yeah. defined there, and then as soon as you define it there, it locks your ability to do that via the UE. You can't yeah. do it in there. That's anymore. it. So that's where you would fix it. Sorry, I said HT access in the WP config. It, it, file. it can be both. It can be both. There's so, there's so many potential spots that it can be, um, and it can it can be very annoying to track it down. And Brenda but it says also means the... you can fix it. If you've made this massive error and you've locked yourself out, you can fix it. And that's the good part about it is. Yeah, it's frightening, yeah, but it's we've all case. done it. We've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> I sure have. For sure. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, we all just sit here going, yep. Yep. That sucks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did yep. that one. <laughs> then, done Brenda, that. Yep. With, uh, Brenda had a good comment too. You can change it in the database. That's, oh, okay. that's, Ooh, that's the one where there's those way. there's those <laughs> two fields that are like yeah. site URL and what's the uh, yeah. other one, Bobby? I yeah. can't home, remember. Home URL. Home yeah. URL and site URL. And they have to match. Yeah, and why is there the two fields WP for that? That table. seems like yeah. yeah. That's I the one I was trying to say last week that I couldn't. I don't, I don't understand that one either. <laughs> yeah, but that's where you can change that, which we discussed um last week when we were talking or was it last week about migrating? Was that last week? Yep, last week was migration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so other episode two fifteen. But just to wrap that up, if you're concerned that you might have that error, so if you want to change from HTTP to HTTPS, and you're nervous to make that step, it's 
you can test it in the browser first. So you can go to a browser and just type in, so endure.com sales on HTTP, you can type in HTTPS slash slash dot dot whatever, um, endure.com.au and if it loads, you know you're not going to have that issue. But if it just redirects back to HTTP, so recheck up in your little browser thing, um, that if it redirects, you are going to have that issue. So that's your quick step to do before you ever change from HTTP to HTTPS. Um, or same with like www. Um, if you're wanting to add www or remove it, just try it in the browser. If it does it on its own and it's happy and it still went to that place that you told it to go to, you're okay to change. But otherwise you are going to have that redirect issue um, and potentially end up with that thing that says, oh no, I can't because I'm trying to go to www, but this is telling me to go to non-www. So anyway, that's your first test. Do that first. Otherwise you end up with the scary moment. of Bobby, can I ask you a W question? Sure. The W's? Ws. Yeah. Uh, what? What's the deal with the Ws these days? Like, <laughs> oh, Barbara, so, just, Brenda just asked it as well. Like, who uses uses them? Old people. I will say, I put like, um, and I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I mean it in a literal age way. Like when you're older, yeah, yeah. and you don't know but websites as much. Redirect, right? Like that's yes. why we have. But I will put, and in particular, I, in particular, I use it for sites that have different TLDs. So like my uh, Sweet Tea Brewery site is sweettea.beer, which if you just put that, like if I put, you know, my enjoysweettea.com, right. everybody right. sees that that's a website. If I put sweettea.beer, people are like, okay. <laughs> so I put www, which sort of just clues people to it, even though it's unnecessary. Yeah. Like, so Bob, what's your, uh, what's your take on the W's? So um, the first thing is always add them to your DNS. Um, I know some people are not putting them in anymore, and I'll explain why that's a bad idea. So um, <laughs> I tend to actually, if, if you type in a URL and you do control enter on your keyboard, it will automatically add www to it. So if you don't have that www in your DNS, then does it, it still do that in Chrome? It does. Yep. If you go and oh. try it right now, it, it will do it. Uh, or at least it did the other day when I tried it. I'm, I'm going to control sure. enter. Yeah. Control is that a PC? Enter. Yes, it is. Why a PC. Would you I don't know. If of my course, it's on. a PC. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm about to switch to Mac. Don't worry. I'm about to switch. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm still going to keep PC. So, don't worry. I'm going to keep both. I'm going to keep both. I like man. both. So it, it used so, to, in Chrome, it used to be if you did uh, command enter, it would just put the, I don't remember what the W's, but I remember it putting the .com on it. So you could just type and then yeah. command enter instead of it being .com. And, in, and now it doesn't do that anymore. Instead, it takes what you've typed and opens it in a Google search in a new tab, which is completely annoying. But anyway, maybe gotcha. it's control enter. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, keep going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, that, that's why I recommend adding them. And, uh, and anyway, uh, now as far as the www, it stands for World, World Wide Web. Um, other than that, I, I don't know anybody who uses them really. I guess it's really just a, a design personal preference type of deal. Um, some people but love to add them. Some don't. So like I've stuffed It's up also what, Sarah? An SEO. I didn't hear. Search oh, engine okay. So for Google. So it's really important if you're taking over a website and you're redeveloping it, that you take note, are they using it or are they not using it? Because if you choose to go from 
say they use www. Like my preference is to have no www. So if I'm starting a new website, I will always go that direction um, and, you know, have the redirects and all those kind of good things. But I had a website that was very big. They were using www, but also they didn't have redirects set on. So Google was looking. So they were going to have issues no matter what, right? But I then changed it to non-www and their Google rankings that were good, really good, plummeted like absolutely plummeted and it was the most horrific week of my entire life trying to (laughs) fix this issue that had happened and it was my fault because I hadn't checked that they were using www and then I changed it and Google got very confused with what was going on and so sometimes although my preference is to not have www if they've got an existing website that's using it it doesn't need to change. And if for some reason they really, really, really want it to change, you can explain to them it doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't matter which way it goes. But um, you can just explain to them it doesn't matter what anyone ever types in. Um, But if they really want to change it, you just have to alert them that Google might get a little bit confused for a couple of weeks. Google will come back. And my circumstance was a rare one where like Google had listed pages with www and without www so like their seo even though it was very good was very stuffed up and it did have to recover and that was just an issue that we had to face um but for people who are changing from one to the other it should just be a couple weeks and google will adjust and that's okay but you you do need to forewarn them and if they don't need to go through that just freaking keep the www it doesn't matter like yeah it looks ugly i hate it but it doesn't matter we should do an episode on heart stopping moments and uh, getting, de- getting <laughs> DNS right. wrong. Get, we need the defibrillator. We'll call it a defibrillator episode. That was the week <laughs> I decided to do Kate Toon's course because I had that moment of like, I really don't understand SEO as well as I need to. And I've been putting off doing a course and I need to do a course. And it was that like that moment where you would wake up at 2 a.m. and think, if I did this thing, it might fix it. <laughs> like, I just, oh, that's anyway. awful. Yeah. Oh. And it was all because yeah. I didn't check whether they were already existingly using WWW, which they were, and we should have kept it. Kate Toon's been on the show, go. by the way, guys, and she was awesome. You can go back and check yeah. out that episode. I don't have the number handy, but uh, oh, Brenda likes Brenda. Where have you been all our lives? Look, she's just right on board with all this stuff. She is. Um, Mike, <laughs> Mike, you have got to get over in that YouTube chat and settle things down because you've started a war <laughs> between Mac and PC people, and I'm not even going there. It's your fault. <laughs> like I don't say one's better than the other. By the way, Mike and his jealousy about Max, he feels the need to defend his PC and. It just turns ugly. It's because he's Look at really his face. jealous of setup. He has it. It's all about setup. It's our love of setup and it's that all he about can't have setup. It. That's what it is. Aww. It oh is. It is. That's very true. <laughs> it's very true. But I, I, I'm waiting for September now. Oh. I'm gotcha. waiting. Okay. So, um, next Bobby, my next question for you is open ended and it is. What have we not asked you that we should have asked you? Hmm. I can't think of anything. I think we pretty much covered it on the we DNS covered topic. it. Okay, good. Because <laughs> yeah, sometimes this is one of those things that's like you don't even know what you don't know. Because I felt like I had a pretty good understanding of things today, and then I still went and learned some stuff, which is awesome. That's like the funnest, isn't it? I love learning things. I Bobby, I'm one so of glad that... that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. 
Oh, I was just going to say, one of the things that's worth noting is sometimes you get given DNS records to add and they won't tell you what the TTL should be. So like sometimes they'll specify, um, okay, you need to like add this particular, I don't know, TXT record or whatever it is. And they'll say, and make the TTL this specific but thing. And it's then a, you just so it's tittle. It's tittle. Sorry. <laughs> you add the tittle um, and it says, make sure the tittle is this specific thing. And so then you go and you do that. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they don't tell you what the tittle should be. And therefore, you <laughs> aren't sure what to do. In that case, don't do anything. It will just auto-generate it. And so you don't have to freak out. The other thing to note is sometimes it looks really, really different in different places. Like the way that you put it into Cloudflare looks really different to the way that you put it in uh, like SiteGround or yeah, um, some of the other ones. And so sometimes yeah. the way they tell you to do it is very confusing because when you mm. go to put it in, it may be, firstly, the tittle might be in a different order to where I can't keep doing it. I'm sorry. Okay. The time to write, <laughs> time to write, is, could be in a different order and that might confuse you. And so like I know DNS can feel really overwhelming when you're first starting with it. And you can feel really scared, but just slow down and kind of look at, okay, there's going to be three options often. There is whether it's a subdomain or not a subdomain. And for example, in Cloudflare, if it's not a subdomain, you can just put the at symbol and that will auto-generate your domain. So if it was in duo.com.au, you just put the at and it will auto-generate it. In some other systems, you do the at and it freaks out. And you have to type in endure.com.au. Then yeah. you've got the TTL that may be next or it may be last. And they may tell you it or they may not tell you it. If they don't tell you, you can just ignore it. If they tell you, then you type in what it should be. And then there is finally the record, which if it's a TXT record, then um, you're just going to have one big long string. Occasionally they will need you to put it in brackets and then occasionally they won't, which again is slightly confusing, but just copy what they've told you to put in. Uh, yeah. MX records are slightly different in there will be an additional thing of a priority. And sometimes again, they call it a different thing, which I don't understand why they do that. But essentially like Google, for example, gives you, I think it's four or five, gives you five. five. One will be zero zero or one but again some systems don't let you do zero so if they don't let you do zero just do one and don't worry it's not the end of the world then there'll be two that are five and then there'll be two that are ten and basically that's right yeah yeah um, basically that's just saying priority so first come to this option if that's not available try this option if that's not available try this option yes. so sometimes like google gives you five but some of the other ones might just give you two. And so you're just adding in two MX records. It doesn't mean it's less good. It just means that maybe their system doesn't have to work as hard or I don't really know. Um, but you do have to put that priority in, but they will tell you what that priority should be. And if you feel confused and you think, hold on, they haven't said priority, there'll be some other word and you can just guess. Yeah. And it'll probably be right. Like it's, I know yeah. oh, it feels boy. scary, but you don't have to worry as much as it feels as yeah. scary they'll have, as it is they'll all have their documentation as well if you if you sometimes. if you're looking yeah yeah sometimes <laughs> I, yeah. I i've noticed with um particularly godaddy have got a good uh good documentation on how to add dns records uh name cheap as well um but yeah probably some don't have anything so you have to try both. <laughs> Speaking of MX, uh, Brenda asks, what happens if you have all the Google MX records as well as 
the server MX record left behind. That seems like a mess. Yeah. So that that is a mess, and that's that's not good because what what can happen there is hopefully your Google ones will be chosen, uh, but if they didn't, it can ac accidentally deliver the mail to the wrong place. So that's like having like if you're a teenager moving out of your parents' house for the very first time, and you have you know your new address and you have your old address, <laughs> and you call for pizza, and the pizza gets delivered to the wrong house because the driver thinks you're still there and you're not. So that's that's what happens. Um, so not not good to you have hungry. Those. <laughs> yeah. And if you're <laughs> certain, like if you know for a fact that their email is at Google, you can confidently delete those MX records. Yes. But yeah. Um, yeah. from my terrible experience, um, <laughs> yet again, deleting records is scary and does matter. And yeah. you might mm -hmm. think that a record is no longer required and you could be very wrong. Um, yeah. So my recommendation, if your provider offers it, is download the records before you go and change them, at least screenshot them, like mm -hmm. do yeah. something that gives you yeah. some sort of record, even before you like make major changes, it's not a bad idea to kind of like do a copy of all this Absolutely. stuff so that you can That's say you're changing the That's a top tip, record, everybody, like, which as... is today's top tip. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've made the mistake many times. Um, so you're just changing the A record from like the old server to your hosting. Copy and paste that old A record because if something doesn't work, you want to be able to quickly switch it back and go back to the old website. Um, That's because a really good one. Because it can give you a little bit of time. Yeah. It's, it's really it's, worth it's, it. It's one of those things where taking a pause in, our, in web design and doing what we do is so important, isn't it? It's like before mm -hmm. you make a change to a website, what do you always remember to do? Take a backup. Take a backup. So it's kind of like whenever you're going to do anything, just stop. Take a backup. Yeah. Stop. It's like my read it out loud line. My read it, it out is. loud you line. Have remember to stop when I clone a site, I have to say, do you want to clone this site over this site? Just because it yes. like makes your brain like focus on yeah. it and not just blow Yeah, you past said that it. last week, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's really good practice to, and it, if nothing else, all it does for you is just lets you calm down because changing DNS can feel scary. It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. scary, no. but having that backup just makes you go, okay, well, if I stuff it all up, I'll just change it, just back. it back. Like it's mm -hmm. like the phone book thing, right? Like I will yeah. just fix the phone book and put it back to the other ones that it was and everything will go back to exactly the way it was and it's okay. Ooh. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. Kylie has an addition to this, which is not, this is a little bit scary. No oh, yeah, fear mongering yeah. today, but this yeah. is important. She says, sometimes migrating DNS to Cloudflare, Cloudflare doesn't find them all. So yep. download from the original DNS host first so you can check before and after. Yeah, I've never done that and I've been lucky. This is one thing I haven't gotten burned on, but that's important and remember too um the one one thing that you can do with this too if you're moving from one dns host to to cloudflare or some other dns host um you can you can actually set those both up side by side um and it, and, and it right. doesn't change like your original host when you're moving away from that host to cloudflare um the change doesn't actually happen until you change your name servers until you put in cloudflare's name servers so you can check at your your original host and your cloudflare host you can put one on one screen, one on the other screen and actually compare one to one, make sure they're all there and then change your name servers. Um, and then, then that way you don't have to worry about that kind of gotcha going, um, yeah. just making sure that you've double checked both of those things. Um, Cause now I will tell you that name servers are the roughest to propagate. 
Um, there is no fast one on that one. That that generally takes 24 to 72 hours. That one's not pleasant. So if you made a mistake, that one you can pay for it a little bit more than you can. <laughs> he said it's not pleasant. It's <laughs> back to those heart-stopping moments again, Bobby, well, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's mainly because internet service providers actually cache name server records most of the time. And so when they cache mm. it, it takes a long time for them to get the new records. And then if you, you know, panic and change back, um, then it takes that yeah. much longer to get the new ones back in again. I've totally oh. done that too in the early days, <laughs> like where it's not working and you think it's not working. Oh my God, what did I do? And then you change yeah. it back. Yeah. DNS <laughs> requires a calm patience. Yeah. Yes. Um, with does, that one, so there is one for. circumstance where I have just blindly gone for Cloudflare. And that is one of those circumstances where it's not clear where the DNS, like the DNS, the name server is pointing somewhere, but you go and look and you cannot find the DNS. Like you look and you look and you look and you can't find it or you don't have access to it. Say someone's website um, is being held hostage by another um, provider, for example. And so you've, you've made a new website and this is the way it's going to go forward, but the DNS is sitting inside uh, the C panel of the other website. You have no access to it. You've got no choice. That's where you, you just blindly jump with Cloudflare. Or even if you're going to do your own name servers, like there are a few tools that you can use to look up stuff. Um, I'll see off. There's into one DNS. website. I, what's that? Sorry. Into, into DNS.com. That is the best tool for determining where DNS ah. is hosted, where the web server is, where the email is. It'll tell you all that. And say it, it again. All the name records. Ha what yeah. was it again, Bob? Into DNS.com. Into INT. There's another one I've used, but I think that sounds good. And so like you can you can use one of these server services to like check. And again, there's a, always that small possibility that something is not going to show up, but it's the best that you've got in that circumstance. And so in that circumstance, you can blindly go to Cloudflare or you can use a tool like this. You could use both to just see what is what are these things picking up and give it your best bet. And then you're just going to have to jump and fix whatever doesn't work after that. So that is one of those really unfortunate circumstances. I've had it a couple of times with clients who've had their um, websites held hostage, but hopefully you don't have to deal with that very often. Guys, this has been a whirlwind. Like, who knew it could be this fun talking about DNS, huh? Has it been a blast or I love what? No. I know. And we learned and we sh we taught and it's been like, it's been really great. We had a little battle royale in the chat. I mean, this has been an exciting hour, I think. I think we could all agree. Uh, we've completely blown past our time for final thoughts. Um now, Nancy did ask in the chat, she's like, can we just hire Bobby to set all this up? And <laughs> the answer is actually yes. Like go to his website, wpalign.com. I've got a bunch of sites hosted there. He's such a nice guy, so helpful. And you can message him in Slack and he'll help you do things. And uh, so anyway, him and his partner, Tom, who are great guys. But uh, so I'm so grateful for you being here, Bobby. You really did exactly what I hoped you would do. And that is to take this and sort of take the fear out of it. You flip the light switch on, the monster vanished into thin air. So now uh, go forth and conquer your DNS monsters, you guys. You got this. We will see you next week here on Divi Chat.